Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to talk about today's episode because today we are talking about the law of cause and effect. And I'm also going to be talking a little bit about the law of divine oneness. And if you're sitting here like, Emily, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) That's totally okay. I, when I learned this stuff too, I was like, okay. I saw on social media, I, I, it's so funny how things come around. I was talking about this topic before I even knew what the fuck I was talking about. And I am so excited that I actually have some clarity. There's a word for it and we can dive into this a little bit deeper. And I want to start by saying, okay, so you guys, there are universal laws. Okay. I've seen different amounts of universal laws. Some of them resonate with me more. Some of them, you know, don't really resonate with me. I'm aware of them. I love talking about them. And I do think that they're really exciting because they do kind of create, you know, when you're little kids, we're taught all these little things, which we're going to be getting into, but we're taught all these things that we should be doing, but it's like, why do we do that? Why is that a value that most little kids are taught? So I'm really excited. Also, I'm going to be creating, well, I'm actually in the works right now of creating a new course. I don't have a specific name for it yet. So I'm just kind of like throwing this out, out there. So you guys are aware of it. It is a course on basically, well, what it is, is it's going to break down your limiting beliefs. So this is somebody who's dealing with imposter syndrome, who's struggling with limiting beliefs, who's feel like, why, you know, why does anyone want to listen to me? I have no money. All of these things. I even hate saying these things. It makes me feel this certain type of way because it brings me back to a point in my life where I was really struggling with a lot of these issues and especially becoming an educator online or putting myself out there online, all of these things. And it really, really was difficult and it did take me some work, but there's some really awesome tools that are going to help you get over these humps and basically look at yourself and call yourself out essentially uh, to be like, okay, this is just all in my head. I'm being legitimately crazy or hey, maybe something did happen today and that's the reason why I'm, I'm feeling this way. Maybe I do feel fucking poor. Maybe my bank account is literally about to go into the negatives. So I'm having a lot of feelings around why I'm broke. Maybe no one's, you know, commenting on any of my stuff on social media. So I'm feeling like, oh my God, why does anyone want to listen to me? I suck. Like, if you guys are listening to this, if you have a business, you probably have gone through most of these feelings. Also, if you don't own a business, you probably have gone through the feelings of looking at your bank account and being like, I'm a broke fucking bitch and this sucks and I can't afford, uh, you know, whatever it is that you want to buy at the time. We always want to give because we want we want to give. We want to give to others. And with that, we obviously will receive. But the law of cause and effect is really interesting. The reason why I love it so much, and especially when it comes to business, is because I think it's really important to always look at what you are doing and what you are getting. So for example, if you are a negative drama filled person, okay, I'm talking about the people, let's talk about social media for a second. You see these people online and everything is negative. I don't know if they mean this or if what, like what's going on with these people, but they're always posting, oh my God, this is wrong. Like, look, I cut my finger. Oh my God, I hate social media. Instagram's the worst. It sucks. Oh my God, everything's so expensive now. It's so annoying. Like you, you guys know these people, okay? Like you see it. I don't know if this resonates with you. Maybe this is somebody, if you struggle with this type of mindset, that really sucks. So if you're this type of person who is only picking out really the bad things on life or choosing to showcase those things and never really expressing any sort of gratitude, you're only going to be attracting more negative things into your life. And you guys, this is a whole topic too, because like life is about vibration. 
energy, like that, that's what it is. It's literally frequencies, right? So in order to raise our frequency, talking about positive, all the positive things in life, oh my God, I love this about my life. That's going to help you uplift your frequency. And that's like a whole nother thing as well. But, and I, oh my God, I could just go off. I get so scattered on that. <laughs> I've said this before, but uh, a manifesting generator, if you guys know anything about human design. Uh, so I just kind of work in a very scattered way. So just please bear with me. So basically, like with the law of cause and effects, how this works, right? So if you are putting out negative energies towards yourself, towards other people, talking about, oh my God, these terrible things, you're only really going to attract <laughs> other bad things. So if you're like on the opposite end of that, if you are an amazing, supportive, bright light who loves to lift people up and you're always like talking great things about people and actually a really funny thing as well, because we cannot, like we can never bypass anything without the subconscious mind because I'm obsessed with the subconscious mind, you guys. It is literally the best thing in the world to me, but it's really interesting. So I actually had this epiphany. I was talking to my boyfriend the other day and he likes to be funny. He's like, he thinks, sorry, he likes to think that he's being funny, even though he's not necessarily always funny. And he was, he definitely was struggling with some limiting beliefs around his business. And I said to him, I was like, okay, repeat after me. So I'm like, I am so amazing. And he's like, you are so amazing. And then I was like, I make so much money. And he's like, you make so much money. <laughs> So it's funny because he was talking about me and it annoyed me for a minute because I was like, just do the freaking exercise, Garrett. Like, come on. <laughs> You're the one struggling with this thing right now. I want to help you. But it, by him actually saying to me, you are so amazing. You make so much money. You are awesome. <laughs> His subconscious mind is taking that in that he's talking about himself. So think about the things that you're saying in your day-to-day -day life as well you know, what are you talking bad about people? Are you saying, oh, that person just like looks like shit. Oh, that person sucks. That person's annoying. And I mean, we all have negative things to say about people. Things come up. We all have feelings towards other people that like, that's fine. That's reality. That's life. But notice the things that you are thinking about and you're speaking out loud because your subconscious mind is literally taking that in. They think you're talking about yourself. Once I learned that information, you guys, I am so specific and it does get easier over time. I think that we naturally go, a lot of people go to negative. I listened to a podcast actually recently on negativity and there is something, I can't remember like all the details, but basically because of how we were back in the caveman days, our brain was always looking for something negative. So in life now, like we've, we've still like adapted, we've still kept that. We haven't adapted a new positive lifestyle or top positive mindset. It really does take some work to reframe that. Um, and it, you know, once you do that inner work and help, you know, help you move through that, um, you really, really honestly, it, it will, it will honestly help. But again, back to this. So being a really positive, beautiful, <laughs> uplifting, amazing person, not only are you telling yourself that you are so amazing and that everything is great and your energy is going to be lifted and your vibration is going to be lifted. So then therefore you're going to attract more, but overall, like it's just, it feels so much lighter. It feels brighter. It feels just a 100 times better. So this goes deeper than obviously just being nice and happy and enjoyable person to be around. And there's certain acts that you can do in your life. That's going to help bring that good karma to yourself. So this is how I personally work the law of cause and effect, the law of karma 
into my life on a daily basis. So I want to talk about tipping. So think about what I don't care. I don't, I literally don't care what your opinion is on tipping. People have, I've listened to everybody's opinions on it. I don't give a fuck like tip or don't tip. I don't really care. But for me, I actually love to tip people. I'm not the person who goes through, you know, the coffee drive through or whatever. And somebody's like, Oh my God, did you see that there are tip, that there's a tip tip option. I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck. Can I pay somebody an extra $2 for my coffee? Sure. Like, I don't care. But there's people who get really heated about that. So if you feel heated about that, great. I don't. I don't care. (laughs) So for me, when I go to a restaurant or there's a tip option or whatever, I usually, in most cases, will give a tip. And I tip very, very well to the fact that I've had servers come back to me and be like, hey, I think you left too much money. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you were great. I love to give money. I tip even like when the service isn't good. I'm definitely not that like difficult person who's like complaining, sitting there like, oh my God, they were busy and they didn't come bring me my drink. Um, I love to tip. I love it. I worked as a server for a long time. I have clients who tip me. So putting myself out there and putting my money into the universe, into the world, giving my money to somebody, you have no, that's the thing. When I give that $50 tip, $100 tip, like whatever it is, Think instead of thinking about how you're giving that money away, think about how that money is going to influence that person. You are you are supporting somebody's life. You have no idea. Do they are they getting groceries for their family? Is that going to help them pay their rent? The money money is literally just constantly flowing. Money is everywhere in the world. We spend money every single day. Most people anyway. And I love to put my money out there, but in return. Not that I'm expecting, of course, that's never that's never what you want. Again, I said that at the very beginning of this episode. That's not the intention. But you, with that, giving your money to people, people are going to give you money as well. And I also had this like little bit of an epiphany recently because I was really struggling. I, I had this woman in my life. We're not super close. She's a client of mine. She's she's really sweet um, and she has money. And it was so funny. She messaged me and she was like, you and Garrett should get married. Uh, we are not married. I... I don't know if we will get married. I get to ask this a lot. We've been together for 11 years. Um, I don't have any desire at this point in my life to plan a wedding. I just don't. It's not It's not something I've really ever thought about. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. It's just not for me. And I, there, I have no opinions on get married or don't get married. I don't really care. But for me, I just, it's just not in my cards right now. Maybe we'll eventually just like sign paperwork. But uh, anyway, which so she sent, she messaged me and she's like, when are you guys getting married? And I said, ha ha ha, are you paying for it? And she said, oh my God, I would love to chip in. I'd love to give you money to get married. And automatically I was like, oh my God, no, like never, you, you don't do that. Like I would never ask that of you. But I have this a little bit of a realization with myself because I'm like, Emily, you love to give money to people. <laughs> like I'm the type of person I'm like, I, I love to give, I love to give money. And that just naturally has come to me over the years. I didn't always feel like that. But now when you feel abundant and you actually feel like you have money to give and you realize that money is not the ultimate goal, as much as I love having money and, you know, that gives me the freedom. It, it literally is about freedom. It's about that is what most people, in my opinion, who want more money is because they want to have more freedom in their life, freedom to travel, freedom to buy things that they want, freedom to not feel stressed like that. That is the goal. So with this, with this woman, I had this realization that I was like, Emily, you 
are not willing to accept money from people. Why can you not accept a gift? Why do you love to give, but you're not open to receiving? So that was an epiphany. And now I am more open-minded to being gifted money. You don't have to work hard for everything in your life. It's okay if people want to give to you. If your friends want to take you out for lunch, doesn't matter if you have more money than them and you feel guilty that they're paying for your lunch. Let them pay for your lunch. Like that that's an amazing feeling. I personally, I love to buy people buy people gifts or buy lunches, even if people have more money than me, like that's fine. So do those things. And with that, you're going to bring, open yourself to bringing more money in. And I hope that this little story about me with my energy where I love to give, but I wasn't open to receiving. I hope that maybe resonates with you. Or if you're somebody who, you know, feels really, really in a lack mindset where you're like, I don't have money. And I don't have money to really give like a big tip. Like that's, that's okay. I get it. Everyone has a different level of financial, a financial stability at this moment. And there's times too, like, honestly, there are times where I don't have money to give a lot of extra money and that that's okay. That's reality. But being able to give where you can. So maybe you're giving your time. I'm not even talking about charity work here, but just in any way, maybe it's, you know, carrying the elderly woman's groceries to her car or I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, (laughs) but just giving in any sort of way that you can. And with that, you're going to be more open to receiving. And that I just think is such a powerful thing as well. Moving away from money, because I know not everyone likes to talk about money. I love, love, love talking about money. I think it's a very interesting topic. I think it's funny how people feel uncomfortable talking about money and it's just, it's just interesting to me, but let's move away from that. And let's talk about just some things that you can do in your day-to-day life. So for example, I hate capital H hate when people are late. It is like my biggest, like pain in my ass, my bait in my existence. Like I literally can't stand when people are late, even by like two minutes. If you're a client listening to this <laughs> and you're always late, because I, I my mind goes to this. If you're always five minutes late, then you, that's a very clear telltale sign that you need to be leaving five minutes earlier. But the reason why I feel so strongly about this is my mom was always late. So that's definitely like a childhood thing for me. And it's a really interesting point as well, because I'm trying to just look over why I feel that way. Like, why do I feel such immense anger when people can't show up on time? Why does it irritate me so much? And yes, there is something to say for, you know, it's a time thing. It's, it's, you're respecting my time. My time is valuable, but also like, what's the deeper meaning for me? But anyway, so it was very hilarious to me because my, me being on time is so important to me. Like I really, really, I'm the person who was like always 20 minutes early. And a while ago, I, so I live out in the country and I was heading over to the largest city in my surrounding area, which is about an hour for me. And I was going to this appointment and I had two appointments that day in the city. <laughs> I looked up on the on my GPS, my Google Maps or whatever the night before, and it told me it was gonna take me about an hour, an hour and 10 minutes or whatever it was to get there. Like, cool. I looked this up at like 8:30 p.m. or something. And the next day I get up, I'm like, yeah, great. I'm gonna leave myself enough time to grab something to drink on my way in. And I'm driving, and you know, about 20 minutes into my drive, I'm like, I'm gonna throw the address into my GPS. And it tells me, it's my appointment time. (laughs) My appointment time is for 10 a.m. And I, seriously, my GPS tells me I'm going to arrive at like 
9.58. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> How am I going to get to this appointment? I was like so stressed. And I'm like, hey, Emily, like you're good. Just like you're, you don't have time to stop for breakfast or a drink. Like you just have to drive there. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm driving along. I showed up late, you guys. There was traffic. I took the wrong turn. Oh my God. It was like five minutes late. She was so sweet. She texted and she was like, hey, like just wanted to make sure you're finding it okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like here. I'm just, you know, rushing in, having a terrible time. So I <laughs> go into the, I get there. I apologize profusely. I'm so, so, so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I just really even text her later that day. Like, I'm so sorry. And I'm not kidding you guys, the following appointment that I had, so I had like literally an hour to kill between these appointments. I thought my appointment time was for 12.15. Okay. So I get there super early because I had a lot of time to kill. I gave myself a lot of time to get from appointment to appointment because I know that I hate to be late. So I was like, yeah, you just got to do your best. Got to get in there. And yeah, so show up early. I'm like eating some lunch in my car and she texts me. She's like, Hey babe, are you like running a little bit late? And I'm like, no. So I look at the email and I was, this is like 12, 15, 12, 10. So I was like, okay, five minutes. So I'm like, well, that's weird. I'll just head down. So I'm walking down. I come in and I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize I was late. She's like, Oh, your appointment was for 1205. I like look at it because it was for 1205. I'm like a fucking Oh my God. I was so mad at myself. So again, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Second time I'm freaking late today. And I swear that I never do this, but anyway, life happened. I was late, whatever. The following day, my client comes freaking late, like super late, like 10 minutes late. And I'm like annoyed. And I was like, Oh my God. But I was like, it was such a realization for me that I was like, right. Okay. So this is what's going on. I, I was late. And I'm attracting more late people. <laughs> so I think that that's just a really big thing here is you need to be giving what you want to receive. So acting in a way that you would want other people to act towards you. We all learned that when we were little kids. And another one that I really like is, so I sell things online. I have courses. I sell, you know, I sell digital products. And I was having some limiting beliefs around putting my money out into programs. I was like, oh, do I need to invest in this? Do I want to invest in this? Is this even going to be helpful? Like I really, really went through like the ringer with this whole thing. And specifically the last two courses that I did because I had kind of a bad experience in another program that I had taken. So I felt a little bit burned. I didn't want to go and reinvest. And I have this epiphany that I was like, why would anyone want to buy from me? Like what I have to offer if I'm not willing to buy from other people, like that made absolutely no sense for me. So now I, you know, I'm very strategic with the programs that I invest in. I really do my research and my due diligence to make sure that I'm going to be satisfied and happy with the program and that, you know, the program is actually meant for me and what my mission is, but I, you know, I am willing to invest. And I think that that really goes around a long ways. The reason why I literally wanted to make this episode is because I actually had this very interesting experience. And this is where the law of cause and effect actually came up for me in my life and reality. Uh, you know, it's probably even two years ago now. I had a girl reach out to me for lash extensions and she wanted this service done and she asked me my prices. Actually, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> she had reached out to me. She wanted to take a training with me. She was considering taking one of my last trainings at the time I was doing in-person education, no longer doing that. 
So she comes and she messages me, okay, whatever. And I'm telling her, she's like, has a bunch of questions. You know, what does it look like to be a law shirt? How much money do you make? All of these things. So I was asking her questions in return. I'm like, what's your goal of like being a law shirt? It's like, what made you interested in it? What are you hoping to receive out of your career? And she's telling me all these things. And she's like, you know, I want to be successful. I want to have a full clientele. I want to be able to just do lashes. I want to make a really good income. All of these things. And I'm like listening to her. I'm like, yeah, that sounds really awesome. And as she was saying this, I was laughing to myself because I was like, you're you're explaining essentially what I have uh, in my business. And, you know, whatever. So anyway, she's humming and hawing about taking a program. And then she messages me and she's like, I'm, I'd like to get my lashes done. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Uh, so she's like, what's your, what's your, how much do the lashes cost? And um, so I give her, you know, a little rundown on what the service would cost. And she said to me, okay, that's great. Just out of my price range right now, which is, that's totally fine. Like I get that totally understandable. But the thing that's really interesting to me, and this is where the law of cause and effect comes in again, if you, you honestly have to be willing to, so you're, this is where my brain, my, where my brain kind of went like, okay, we need to be having these realizations ourselves as people to help us work through these things. So you're telling me that you want to be successful. You want to be a successful lash artist. You want to charge top dollar for your services and you want clients to go to you but you're not willing to do the same for somebody who is in that position that you want to be in that position of. So again, like there's this thing in in the whole manifestation mindset community that it's like, you want to act in a way that you already have these things, putting money out there. And I know that kind of has some holdups for some people because they're like, well, I, if I don't have money to give, I don't have money to give. If I can't afford the lash service, I don't have money to to afford the lash service. I totally understand that. And I think that we obviously always need to be spending within our means, you know, making the proper energy, money, energy, mindset, all of those things, right? You want to make sure you're being strategic in those ways because putting your money into dumb things isn't necessarily, you know, that smart, right? If you don't have money, you know, that, that at the end of the day, I get it. If you can't afford a Louis Vuitton bag, you could only afford the Michael Kors bag. You're going to, don't go buy the Louis Vuitton bag, right? Unless, unless you do actually have some money hidden away and like you can afford it and that's what you want. But in this situation with this woman, I thought to myself, because in the grand scheme of things, my prices may have only been about $30 more per fill than somebody else. And for me, I'm like $30, most people can wrangle $30, okay? Like you can you can find $30 somewhere. Um, I understand if it's larger amounts, right? Like a Michael Kors bag that's costing you $200 compared to a Louis Vuitton bag that might be $3,000. Like that's a very large difference for the average person, right? So that makes sense. But 30, you know, 20 to like $100, zero to $100, like those, those numbers for most people, you can, you can fit that into your schedule or your, your finances within a month. Right. Um, so that's where I think it's just really important to really look at what you are giving and the things that you're also wanting to receive. So I think that's just really important piece. I am sitting here right now thinking to myself, does that sound insensitive? Because some people might not have a hundred dollars to give extra. I get that, but I think it's just really important to actually sit with yourself and get really, really in tune with why you're willing to give and or not willing to give to certain things. And I think that it's a really important piece. 
my mom actually had this happen. She was going to buy a cell phone and the guy was like, Hey, it's going to be like 20 bucks extra a month in your plan. And she's like, Oh, I just can't afford that. And she said it so many times. And when we left the store, I said to my mom, I'm like, mom, you need to stop saying that. And she's like, well, why? Like, I, I don't want to spend an extra $20 on my cell phone. And I was like, exactly. Mom, you don't want to spend an extra $20. You, it's not that you can afford $20. You can afford $20, but you don't want to. I'm the same way with my cell phone. I, I like despise. It's so funny. I use my cell phone day in and day out, but I always want my cell phone plan to be really reasonable. And I try to make it, you know, as a cost effective as possible because I, there's other things I'd rather spend money on than my cell phone plan. So that's where that comes in for me. So being really careful with what you're saying that you are willing to put money towards because you probably can afford most things you do. It's just not a priority for you. So another thing I want to touch on really quick here is a law of divine oneness. I think this is something that most people struggle with. It's something that I have really struggled with and it's really, really helped me in my career, especially when it came to saturated industries or what felt like a saturated industry being my lash business. And then also now that I'm coaching online and selling things online, that feels saturated. And, you know, it feels scary sometimes putting yourself out there. But so the law of divine oneness, what that means essentially is that if it's something is possible for you, that means, sorry, if something is possible for somebody else, it means that it's also possible for you. So if you look around and you see somebody who, you know, say, say there's a coach who makes, you know, $50,000 a month in their business. And you're like, Oh my God, that feels really out of reach. It's just a really good reminder to have that there where you can think of, think to yourself, okay, if somebody else is able to do that, that means that it's literally a possibility in the world. And that means that I can do that as well. And maybe you just haven't found your right way, or maybe you need to just continue working at it until those things come true, work on your mindset, work on your, you know, money beliefs, work on your skill set, whatever it is. But if it's, if something, if somebody is doing something that is a literal thing in the world, somebody else is doing it. That means that it is something that you could potentially also do as well. So I hope you guys liked this episode. I truly live by the law of cause and effect. It is on my mind almost every day. And honestly, it's something I don't really have to think so intensely about anymore. But in the beginning stages, I really did try to think like, what if I'm doing this, like would I be annoyed if somebody else is doing this? Am I giving the best that I can into the world? And I really honestly think that that is one of the best laws that anyone, if you had to pick up anything to change in your life, look at what you are doing and look at what you are receiving. And if you want to change what you're doing and what you're receiving, then the law of cause and effect, this, this universal law is a really, really good place to start. So I would love to hear if you guys like this type of content. I know we talk a lot about business and mindset and all of these things, but there's all these really cool little elements that I love to talk about. Subconscious mind, different universal laws, uh, just in general. All the, yeah. I don't know. I have so much spiritual kind of woohoo things that I personally love to talk about. So let me know if you guys are interested in this type of content, because I definitely can dive into it a little bit more and make sure to share the podcast with a friend. That's honestly like the best thing you guys could do for me right now. I love doing the podcast. It's been so fun. I love having these great, amazing conversations, talking about these fun things that I, you know, don't really have the space to do on Instagram and being able to put myself out there for you guys to learn this kind of stuff. I love talking about it. So share with a friend, post on your stories, tag me, let me know you're listening. And I'm so excited. I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.